Blog Talk Radio. I know the Bible is right. It's the Bible has the answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Handed So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level. Well, it pays to serve God. It pays to serve God. It pays to serve God. Glory to God. If you've been with our, uh, had the, the opportunity and the privilege to serve our wonderful Heavenly Father, you know that it pays to serve God. He will bless your socks off. He is wonderful, 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 wonderful. Wonderful, and then some more wonderfuls on top of that. So we thank God for the truth. We thank God for our being. Glory to God. We thank God for all that he's done for us, giving us the privilege of looking into his wonderful word once again. And, beloved, we're in Proverbs, the 22nd chapter, the 8th verse. Now, in the King James Version, it doesn't, the, the meaning doesn't stand out. But when we look in the positive thinking Bible, we'll, we'll, we'll get a better view of what this is saying and what it means. Proverbs 22.8 in the King James uh, Version, the Protestant Bible says, He that soweth iniquity shall reap vanity, and the rod of his anger shall fail. Now, in the Positive Thinking Bible, it says, troublemakers in trouble, and their terrible anger will get them nowhere. Troublemakers get in trouble. Amen. You don't want to, you know, there's some people, they're they're just troublemakers. They want to argue about everything. They have to be right about everything, and they just want to argue. And they don't understand that uh, being right is one thing, but that they can't get along with anyone. And it's not, they're not progressing in life. They're not progressing in life. Trouble, if you're a troublemaker, you, it leads to nowhere. Troublemakers lead to nowhere. Amen? So we see that this is teaching that troublemakers they get in trouble themselves, and it doesn't pay to be a troublemaker. It, uh, Proverbs 22, 8, and the King James said, he that soweth iniquity. The word iniquity means, the word iniquity means unjustness, perverseness, wickedness. You're perverse. You, you, 
you you're you're unjust amen you're a troublemaker you want to you just want to argue about everything that leads to no, nothing and nowhere you know you have some sour pusses and i i had to go to a a a, a, a doctor's appointment about 2 weeks ago and I was trying to find the office, and I walked in. I finally found this building, and I walked in, and there was this lady sitting at the desk. She was the receptionist, and she had such a scowl on her face. I mean, I couldn't even say a word. I couldn't say a word. I just looked at her, and everything inside of me said, flee. That that, that was the vibes and the look. She She had just a... I'm telling you, people, they don't understand. Uh, 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 raising Cain, arguing, uh, having a scowl on your face, uh, uh, all it does is is run people away from you, and you, you, don't, you don't progress like that. Amen? Tr- uh, troublemakers, ill-gotten gains, the, the ill-gotten gains that troublemakers get, it doesn't prosper them. Whatever he gets will not prosper or do him any good or give him any satisfaction. If you're a troublemaker and you try and you're trying to gain by troublemaking, it won't do you no good. It will not meet uh, any of your expectations, and you'll be disappointed because it, it just doesn't work out like that. It troublemakers. They just bring trouble on themselves. Those that prepare trouble for others prepare trouble for themselves because men, truly, men reap just what they sow. Now, I was, when, I, when I was trying to really get a better perspective on this verse, I went to Matthew Henry and looked, this, looked, at, looked it up in Matthew Henry uh, concor- uh, 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 commentary. And it says, abused power will not last. If men rule by passion instead of prudence and instead of the public welfare, aim at nothing so much as the gratifying of their own resentments, it shall fail and be broken. Power shall not bear them out of their their power won't bail them out of their excesses. Men that prepare trouble for other people, it won't work in the long run. It just won't work. There's so many examples in history. So many examples. So I want I wanted to pick out an example right off the top of my head right now. Uh, uh, I, I think a person, everybody of every generation should, they should pretty much uh, get it. And that's Hitler. He wanted to make trouble for the Jews in in Europe in World War, before World War II. And the only thing he did was he made so much trouble that he ended up troubling himself. He 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 shot himself in the head with a pistol before the war ended. Huh? He was preparing trouble for others 
and he found trouble. You know, you can you can you can find what you're looking for. You're looking for trouble. You're gonna bring trouble on yourself. Look at Proverbs twenty six twenty seven. We're already in Proverbs. You're already in the book of Proverbs. Go to go to Proverbs twenty six twenty seven. Whoso diggeth a pit shall fall therein, and he that rolleth a stone, it will return upon him. Amen? Yeah. If you dig a pit for others to fall in, some kind of way or, or, or other, you end up falling in it. If you roll a stone, you, you, you're handling a gigantic stone, watch out. That thing can roll back and roll on you and catch you. Amen? Look at, look at Proverbs 28.10. Proverbs 28.10 says, this is somebody fomenting or causing trouble for someone else. Whoso causes the righteous to go astray in an evil way, does he get his way? It says, he shall fall himself into his own pit. He shall fall himself into his own pit. You prepare something for someone else, look out. You're going to reap what you sow. When I say you, beloved, I don't mean you sweethearts out there because y'all are born again. Y'all are born again. We're just looking in Scripture. These are the people that are wicked. Huh? They, they, they think that they're getting away with something, that they're, that they're going to cause trouble for someone else. And it ends up coming back on themselves. Amen? Yeah, it ends up coming back on themselves. Look at Ecclesiastes 10, 8. Next, next book over, Ecclesiastes 10, the eighth chapter. Another book in the Bible says, He that diggeth a pit shall fall into it, and whoso breaketh an hedge a serpent shall bite him. I, I told you that was uh, that 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 almost happened to me in Vietnam. Nine. Whoso removeth stones shall be hurt therewith, and he that cleaveth wood shall be endangered thereby. Be careful what you do around things that can hurt. All of these things, all of these things can potentially hurt. And things that can potentially hurt could cause you hurt. Amen? Can cause you hurt. Glory to God. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful in your words. Be careful in your actions. Be careful. How many times have you noticed somebody on the highway, they'll do something. They'll they'll do something uh, cut someone else off or they're speeding or something. And you'll be driving down the highway and about maybe five miles up, they'll be on the side of the road or the sheriff has pulled them over 
or something else. Now, you don't wish any hurt on the person. Of course not. Of course not. But my goodness, when people, people, people in the world, they, they, they think that they hurt you by the things that they say. Preacher, let that old preacher girl, all she want to do is talk about Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And they don't want you in their company. And when, they're pl- when they plan their little parties or get together or fellowships, they don't bother to invite you. Oh, and they call you names and all kinds of stuff. And lo and behold, something happens. And what do they do? Not only does something not so good come on them, but they come to preacher girl or preacher boy and they say, Will you pray for me? Will you pray for me? Wait, wait, wait. I'm I'm the person you didn't want anything to do with. You laughed at me. You laughed. And it, you know, but we have mercy on them. Invariably, we have mercy on them. And we'll go ahead and pray for them. Amen? Because we have mercy on them. We know that they don't know what they're doing. Amen? But we know. We know the one of the prime laws in this universe is you reap. Just what you sow. Amen. And for us as Christians, we 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 look at what we're reaping. Because we know where, where did I sow this? Where did I oh my goodness, where did I sow this that this is coming at me? Amen. Glory to God. God did God allow this in my life? Glory to God. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful what you think and what you and what you say. Amen. Because you will reap what you sow. Go let's go to the book of Esther. When I think about folks reaping what they sow. Amen. Go to Esther, the fifth chapter. I'm up against a commercial here. Hold on, I'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. This is going to be better than the first part. Hold on. Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile, LLC, is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two, dot com. Beloved, we're talking about an aspect of reaping what you sow. And we've gone to the book of Esther. We're in the fifth chapter. We're going to start at the ninth verse. Amen. We're going to start at the ninth verse. 
Then went Haman forth that day joyful and with a glad heart. Now, who was Haman? Haman was the king, the principal king. Haman was his principal counselor, his right-hand man. He had status. He had riches. He had, oh, I mean, he was the king's favorite. At that, he was the king's favorite. Amen. And he went, and Haman went forth that day joyful with a glad heart. But when Haman saw Mordecai in the king's gate, that he stood not up, nor moved for him, he was full of indignation against Mordecai. Nevertheless, Haman refrained himself, and when he came home, he sent and called for his friends and Zeresh, his wife. And Haman told them of the glory of his riches and the multitude of his children and all the things wherewith the king had promoted him and how he had advanced him above the princesses and servants of the king. Haman said, moreover, Yea, Esther the queen did let no man come in with the king unto the banquet that she had prepared but myself. And tomorrow I am invited unto her also with the king. Haman here is bragging to his, telling his family about all of the good, how he has been blessed and the favor that's been poured out onto him. Even so much favor that when the queen makes a banquet for the king, she also invites Mordecai. I mean, Haman rather. She invites Haman. Amen? The man had status. He had riches. He had family. He had children. He had everything that this world says is important, amen, and that men seek for in this world. 13, verse 13, yet all this availeth me nothing so long as I see Mordecai the Jew sitting at the king's gate. Then said Zeresh his wife and all his friends unto him, let a gallows be made of 50 cubits high. What were we talking about a little earlier? If you dig a pit, you end up falling in it. Amen. You're going to try to roll a stone on somebody. It ends up rolling back on you. Amen. So his wife and his friends come up with this brilliant idea. Let a gallows be made of 50 cubits high way up in the sky so everybody can see Mordecai hanging on the gallows. And tomorrow speak thee unto the king that Mordecai may be hanged thereon. Then go thou in merrily with the king unto the banquet. And the, th and the thing pleased Haman, and he caused, he caused the gallows to be made. Amen. And then let's go to let's go to chapter six four. Six four. That is chapter Esther chapter six verse four. And the king said, Who is in the court? Now Haman was come into the outward court of the king's house to speak unto the king to hang Mordecai on the gallows 
that he had prepared for him. Here comes Haman, and he's coming in to ask the king to to hang Mordecai on the gallows that he had prepared. And the king's servant said unto him, Behold, Haman standeth out in the court. And the king said, Let him come in. So Haman came in, and the king said unto him, What shall be done unto the man whom the king delighteth to honor? Now Haman thought in his heart, To whom would the king delight to do honor more than to myself? And Haman answered the king, For the for the man whom the king delighteth to honor, let the royal apparel be brought, which the king useth to wear, and the horse that the king rideth upon, and the crown royal which is set upon his head, and let this apparel and horse be delivered to the hand of one of the king's most noble princesses, that they may array the man wherewith whom the king delighteth to honor. And bring him on horseback through the street of the city and and proclaim before him, Thus shall it be done to the man whom the king delighteth to honor. Then the king said to Haman, Make haste and take the apparel and the horse as thou hast said, and do even so to Mordecai the Jew that sitteth at the king's gate. Let nothing fail of all that thou hast spoken. What happened here? What happened here? Haman had had set a trap, if you will. He came in to hurt Mordecai. His purpose for coming in was to ask the king to, to, to hang Mordecai, to hurt Mordecai. But instead, he had to honor Mordecai. Instead of Mordecai being hurt, Haman had to honor him. What a frustration that must have been. I come in to ask the king to hang you, and the king says, no, honor you. Put you in royal robes and walk on foot while you ride on the horse with the royal robes on. Amen? Let's go to verse 7. I'm sorry, chapter 7, verse 9. Chapter 7, verse 9. Then the king returned out of the palace, out the palace garden into the place of the banquet of wine. And Haman was fallen upon the bed wherewith Esther was. Then said the king, will he force the queen also before me in the house? As the word went out of the king's mouth, they covered Haman's face. Glory to God. They covered Haman's face. And Harbonath, one of the chamberlains, said unto the king, Behold also the gallows fifty cubits high, which Haman had made for Mordecai, who hath spoken good for the king, standeth in the house of Haman. Then the king said, Hang him, hang him thereon. So they hanged Haman on the gallows that he had prepared for Mordecai. Amen. So they hanged Haman on the gallows that he had prepared for Mordecai. He had prepared hurt for someone else. He had dug a pit for someone else. Amen. He had planned to roll a stone on someone else, and it rolled back on him. 
Now, most people, they have heard this part of the story. They have heard this story. Amen. But let's, but let's keep going and read just a little more. Let's read just a little more. We said you reap what you sow. What you do comes back on you. Let's read a little further. Esther chapter 8, verse 7. Then the king Ahasuerus said unto Esther the queen and to Mordecai the Jew, Behold, I have given Esther the house of Haman, and him they have hanged upon the gallows, because he laid his hands upon the Jews. Amen. Write also to the Jews. Okay, so the king said, I've hanged him because he he planned to destroy the Jews. Amen. Now look at verse uh, uh, chapter nine, verse thirteen. We're almost we're almost there. Chapter nine, verse thirteen. Come on, go with me because you heard the story of Mordecai and Haman. But you might not have heard what I'm going to tell you now. Look at verse 13, chapter 9, verse 13. Then said Esther, if it please the king, let it be granted to the Jews which are, which are in Shushan to do tomorrow also according to this day's decree. And let Haman's ten sons be hanged upon the gallows. And the king commanded it so to be done. And the decree was given at Shushan. And they hanged Haman's ten sons. What evil you do can not only hurt you, but it can hurt your children. It can go down the future generations. Amen. Now Haman had it all figured out how he was going to hurt Mordecai. And not only was he hurt and embarrassed and humiliated and then finally hanged, but his kids were hung also. Stay in the ninth chapter. Go to the 23rd verse. The 23rd verse. And the Jews undertook to do, do as they had begun, and as Mordecai had written unto them, because Haman, the son of Hamadiathai, the Agathite, the enemy of all the Jews, had devised against the Jews to destroy them and had cast purr, that is a lot, to consume them and to destroy them. But when Esther came before the king, he commanded by letters that his wicked device, which he devised against the Jews, should return upon his own head, and that he and his sons should be hanged on the gallows. So the thing that this man had devised and planned to destroy the Jews, not only was he destroyed, but all ten of his children were destroyed. Because he planned evil for others. Amen. Troublemakers get in trouble. And their terrible anger will get them nowhere. Amen. Glory to God. Thank God that the Lord Jesus commands us 
in John 15:17 these things i command you i command that you love one another jesus didn't say i think or i pray or i hope you uh, will understand and love no he commanded us to love one another that's why we are taught as children of god to walk in love because god wants he doesn't want stone to roll back on us he doesn't want something that we do calling ourselves we're gonna hurt somebody else see without the word of god without the wisdom of god you could think in a moment of anger or frustration, I'm going to get back at them. Amen? But when you realize that there's powerful laws in this universe, and when you plan hurt for someone else, you get hurt. You know, that's another reason why there's so many prison people in jails and prisons. Now, they think they're there exclusively because they got a, they made a mistake and got caught. Yeah, but why did they get caught? Why did they get caught? What they can't figure out. See, when they're in there, they plan, next time I'll plan it better. And then next time they, they end up back in prison. And they can't figure that thing out for nothing. But we know why over and over again they're caught in situations. Because they reap just what they sow. The evil that they planned for others came back on them. And they're they're reaping it. They're reaping it, but they can't. The Bible says that the wicked, they don't know at what they stumble. They can't figure it out. They can't. I'm, I'm, I, I planned the thing so carefully. I was more powerful. I had more everything. How did it go wrong? Because when you plan hurt for others, hurt comes back on you. Glory to God. But we're taught to walk in love so that love can come back on us. God bless you. hope there was something in the scriptures that, that illuminated maybe a little more. Amen. Glory to God. We love you. Uh, uh, Bible has the answers. See, I love you. See you next week. Bye-bye now. I know the Bible is right. It's the Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m. Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m. and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level.